0: It's the second half of the Double Dip, and we're taking a look at wide receivers. And, it must be noted, you motherfuckers are really spoiled. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and over on Facebook still, Dennis M. Roy. How's everybody doing? I know it hasn't been that long since I last talked to everybody, but... Here we are, and we're dealing with the wide receivers. As I'm still watching, a little bit of Super Bowl 39 between the New England Patriots and the Philadelphia Eagles. And it must be said, man, Terrell Owens was a fucking beast. He was a fucking beast. He just... Dude is just... Was too good on basically one fucking leg in that game. Just unbelievable. But here we are. uh, No bullshitting with... Uh, any type of league news whatsoever we're going to get right into this one uh, because there's a lot of you know guys to really kind of talk about so we're going to go through here we're going to look at the tiers first Uh, how many tiers did I have on here was it about tier 10 yeah 10 tiers so let's get started on that and then we will work our way over to uh, the wide receivers As far as uh, how they ended up. And uh, we're going to start here at the top. Tier 1, starting with Devontae Adams, definitely was, uh, I mean, he wasn't the wide receiver one, but um, if you took him in the first round, you were happy with the production that he had with Aaron Rodgers. And now, of course, in this offseason, we have to see how this whole thing is going to transpire between Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Devontae Adams is going to be closely tied to Rodgers in terms of where you're going to want to draft. Uh, if he ends up go- ends up not getting franchise tagged, moving on somewhere else uh, outside, you know, without Rodgers, we're going to probably have to drop him in the rankings. If him and Rodgers go together, you know, somewhere else or with the Packers, I think we can still kind of look at Adams. Uh, maybe back end of the first round again, and uh, pretty much should be about the safest wide receiver on the board. Uh, to be completely honest with you, so Devontae Adams liked him was steady all year. Uh, very very good draft pick. Tyreek Hill was next in tier one. Didn't quite finish as you know the number two wide receiver, but he was you know he was really good when he was on. But, again, you know, you had that high upside with the low floor, or high ceiling, I should say, with the low floor. Um, I mean, it basically was week to week. But the weeks that he went off, man, he fucking went off. Tier 2's at the top. Man, this was the one that was really the fucking killer here. Uh, and that started up with uh, one DeAndre Hopkins. Injured about halfway through the season. never really, <laughs> Never fucking returned, right? So... That is definitely a fail. Calvin Ridley, don't know what the fuck is going on with that one and whether or not he is going to be back next year. So, uh, <clears throat> Calvin Ridley, we're on hold. DeAndre Hopkins, we have to drop it in rankings um, for next season. We're going to have to try and keep – remember that. Probably is going to be about a fifth-round pick, I would think, um, and that would be one that maybe I would take a shot on. Um you know i would say tier f- i would say you know fourth round in a 12 team league but you know how these things go man um you say third round hopkins drops to the fourth you say fourth he usually drops to the fifth you say the fifth round he's probably going to drop to the sixth it's just how the feeling on it fifth round i'm comfortable with hopkins if we were able to get um you know wide receiver 2 production out of him that'd be perfectly fine right it'd be justified Uh, It would definitely pay itself off in the end. Stephon Diggs next in this tier. Uh, Did really, really well uh, overall. Uh, Still was kind of, you know, he got the touchdowns. And I know he had 1,200 yards receiving, but it just kind of seemed really kind of uneven for this year. But uh, Stephon Diggs, you know, low end, wide receiver one. So third round, I'd be fine with him. DK Metcalf, we have absolutely no fucking clue what's going to happen uh, for next year with you know, the whole thing with Russell Wilson probably leaving Seattle. Um, so DK Metcalf is going to drop in next year's rankings. Very <clears throat> off year. Uh, mostly I would probably blame that on the whole Russell Wilson injury. Um, so we'll have to see what happens here. But DK Metcalf, I would expect him to drop in the third quite possibly end a third, you know, the three, four turn somewhere in there is probably where he's going to end up. Justin Jefferson, I remember I wanted to rank him higher and I just couldn't put him above, uh, you know, the Hopkins to Metcalf range there. But we loved him. We love Justin Jefferson. He proved it again um, this last season. Now with an offense uh, that's going to be run by Kevin O'Connell. Uh from the LA Rams this upcoming season. Uh, I'm going to be very excited about Justin Jefferson again. I would say probably no less than the beginning of the second round for Justin Jefferson next season. Keenan Allen still finished as a wide receiver one. Um, so, you know, in reality for the tier two, he was perfectly fine. Um, um, but it is starting to dwindle a little bit um at least this season or at least it appeared um this season so <sighs> Keenan Allen in the third I might still be good full point PPR is definitely where it's at for him uh versus the half point or even you know touchdown only leagues so Keenan Allen uh we're going to keep an eye on it we're going to see what happens here but um I don't know if he's going to bring back, you know, wide receiver one production. Uh, moving on to tier three, we had A.J. Brown at the top. He, he that whole Tennessee offense, man, was just outside of Derrick Henry at running back, was just fucking atrocious. A.J. Brown should have been nothing more than a late round third, uh, early round fourth. Very disappointing, but we'll have to see what happens in this off season? you know, Julio Jones will not be across from him next season. Um, so it should be just the A.J. Brown show again. We'll just have to kind of feel that one out. Uh, Terry McLaurin was a fail. You know, basically the injury to quarterback, to, to quarterback uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, that one, I would really blame on this one. Uh, just never really got it going, um, you know, right out of the gate you know, gets hurt in week one. I was really worried about the Terry McLaurin uh shares. Very good wide receiver, but uh whether or not he can be an elite one, um that's left to kind of be figured out for right now. I would probably tell you no. But I do still like Terry McLaurin as a player. CeeDee Lamb really kind of failed. Uh now I had him where I had him in tier three, I think it still made him Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11. Yeah, it still made him a wide receiver. One. Uh, so basically, it was a failure. It really underperformed, had the bad drops. Ugh, it was really just a fucking uneven season. It looked good at the beginning, and then it just really faded at the end. It went more uh, towards Amari Cooper, who we still liked. Um, but uh, overall, C.D. Lamb very big disappointment for the Dallas Cowboys. Robert Woods, we had next. Uh, <sighs> I think he was turning a corner. In my opinion, he was turning a corner, and then he had and then he had the knee injury. It was disappointing. Uh, so Robert Woods, I mean, you know, the pass fail, it's basically an incomplete amari cooper is next in tier three amari cooper had a very solid uh stable year uh but he is getting a little long in the two so we're going to have to double check on that whether or not amari cooper needs to be drafted this high now the offense is really good he is the number one um but if we're going to you know kind of put any money on it bet anything i would say that cd lamb Uh, who did not pass him this year, is probably going to pass him in 2022. Alan Robinson, I don't think it needs to be said, Uh, just a complete fucking failure, complete drop-off. Now, whether or not that is because of um, him himself, whether he's getting old and just kind of hit that cliff finally, uh, that kind of remains to be seen. But he is still, you know, I think he's still on the right side of 30, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to double-check on all that stuff, but we'll have to take a look to see if A-Rob is even in Chicago next year. Uh, you know, he got franchise tagged once. I doubt they're going to franchise tag him a, a second year in a row. Chris Godwin, he's going to drop. He's going to really fucking drop. we got to watch and see what happens with him um, and where he goes. Now, he could end up being a tremendous value. People will be scared off by the injury uh, that he suffered late in the season. So we may be able to get some value on him uh, in the double-digit rounds. It would be something that maybe I would take a shot on. Um, Godwin's a little bit different than, say, the whole Michael Thomas situation where you had just multiple things kind of going on as well as the foot injury. So um, in my opinion, Chris Godwin, top of Tier 4, you know, he's going to drop all the way down. I'll take the shot on him somewhere. Deontay Johnson. Solid, not great year uh, with Ben Roethlisberger retiring. Uh, It's really going to hurt Deontay Johnson depending upon what quarterback they get in there. Um, So Deontay Johnson in Tier 4, I'm probably going to tell you he's going to be a Tier 5, Tier 6 in next year. Mike Evans still going strong, still steady. Um, Steady, consistent. If you had Mike Evans as your first wide receiver, uh, especially if you had him as your, your second wide receiver, Uh, You were happy with the production that you got out of Mike Evans. Uh, Now, no Tom Brady there, but with the injuries to Chris Godwin, uh, 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 Antonio Brown is not going to be there. Gronk's not going to be there. Uh, Mike Evans is going to be, you know, he's going to be the alpha in this offense. So Mike Evans, you know, may drop him down a little bit. We'll check to see, you know, of course, who's going to be the quarterback there. Um, but Mike Evans would drop no less than tier five um, just because of the unsureness of uh, what's going to happen with the offense in terms of like the quarterback, um, whether or not we like it or not. But like I said, he's going to be a wide receiver. He's going to be no less than probably a wide receiver too, to be completely honest, in my opinion. Adam Thielen, I think, I think we're seeing the end of this. Uh, Adam Thielen is not going to be the Robin to Justin Jefferson's Batman. So Adam Thielen, we're going to keep dropping him, keep dropping him down. DJ Moore uh, started out good, had actually a pretty consistent year. Um, I think as far as where he was drafted, I think it was perfectly fine. You were getting him probably in the sixth round, to be honest with you. Nobody was jumping up to get him. Uh, completely passing him up because of the insureness with uh, Sam Darnold at quarterback. So DJ Moore is probably still going to come in at a really incredible value in the sixth, seventh round. Uh, So DJ Moore, I still have a lot of interest in him. Now, to finish off tier four, we have Cooper Cup. Yes, I was rather low on Cooper Cup. We were unsure of what was going to happen with Matt Stafford there. Um, it turns out it got even better with Matt Stafford. So Cooper Cup Tier Four, he's going to be the top wide receiver, probably the first wide receiver taken in most of the twenty twenty two drafts. Um, so we really need to determine whether or not he's going to be worth it um, at that cost. Um, I've even heard some early drafts they've seen you know Cooper Cup going first overall. Um, whether or not that's worth it or not, you know, full point PPR. I mean, he's still young, so he's on the right side of 30. Let's just say that. So, Cooper Cup, uh, might not have Robert. We'll have to see what happens with Robert Woods, whether or not, um, he's back across. You know, you had all the Odell Beckham going, um, whether or not he stays he stays or go. I that one I'm kind of curious on whether or not the Rams actually keep him, but Odell's probably gonna try to command some money. Uh probably gonna move on elsewhere, especially if they win the Super Bowl, then he's kind of just I, I in my opinion, Odell's just gonna say fuck it. Let's I'm just gonna go for the money. Started tier five Julio Jones. Fuck Julio Jones should retire. Not touching him next year. Brandon IU came on strong late but definitely not worth the tier five price, uh, 56 pick overall. Um, very oof, disappointing, disappointing. There's a lot of disappointments in this one, actually. Um, cause you had Brandon Ayuk, the next guy, Jerry Judy, we liked him. He got hurt. So remains to be seen what happens for next season. You know, there's going to be the new coaching staff with Dan, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, uh, should be pretty good in a Nathaniel Hackett offense now it's all going to just come kind of come down to uh what's going to happen at quarterback um, I think the same goes with cortland Sutton as well um who will be in the next year but uh Jerry Judy, I'm still keeping my eye on him uh definitely probably you're looking at any wide receiver from Denver going tenth, uh ninth tenth round at the earliest. Uh, just due to the underperformance from this season. Robbie Anderson. <laughs> uh what can I say about Robbie Anderson? At least we didn't pay a lot if we drafted him. Um so <clears throat> basically Robbie Anderson for right now, it, dude, you you'd have it'd have to be 12th rounder later. It just would have to be he'd have to be like my 4th 5th wide receiver at this point. Uh Jamar Chase, hell of a value hell of a value in this tier um i was only able to grab him in one draft i waited a little bit too long in my other ones i should have snagged him a little bit earlier um he was going i think about the eighth round a lot of people are staying away from him because of the drops and whatnot so um like jamar chase liked him a lot um (laughs) kid's gonna go kid is probably gonna go to end of the second round early third it's that's where I think he's going to end up. And I'll tell you what, I, I don't think I can argue with it, um, at least not at this point. Uh, Tyler Lockett rounds out Tier 5. Uh, uneven season, but Tyler Lockett actually was very productive, so if you were able to get him in the fifth you know, fifth round or later, uh, I think you were very, very happy with the results. Tier 6. Now here's the other Cincy wide receiver, T. Higgins. We love T Higgins. We loved him. We said we, you know, if you didn't want to get Jamar Chase, get yourself some T Higgins. He paid off uh, very, very well. Uh, T Higgins, you know, Jamar Chase. He got a, probably another year. Oh no, let me let me think here. So Jamar Chase after his first year, so he's got at least three. Um, he well, he's got the fifth year option as well. And then you got T. Higgins went in the second. So he's going to go. This is the second year. So he's got about two years. So we got about two years at the probably the most with this uh, tandem. Um, <clears throat> T. Higgins probably. If I'm saying Jamar Chase is going to go to the end of the second, early third, you're probably looking at T. Higgins going somewhere in the fourth, probably about a mid fourth range pick. Uh, Fourth-round pick, my bad. Uh, Kenny Galladay, wow. Fuck you, Kenny Galladay. Except you will probably be going late as well, ninth, tenth round. Um, So Brian Dabble offense, hey, he's going to basically take the Stephon Diggs role. So it's going to be basically risk versus reward at that point. Uh, Looks like Daniel Jones will be the quarterback next year. Uh so Kenny Galladay, let's kind of let's circle him as a maybe. Risk versus reward, ninth, tenth round. Hey, why not take the shot there? Odell Beckham, we'll have to see what happens here, but uh where you drafted him, if you held on to him um through the trade, you were very, very fucking happy. If you dropped him and somebody snagged him before that trade. You're kicking yourself right in the dick. So Odell Beckham wants to see where he lands. Um, he's still probably no better than a six-round pick at this point. But, again, depends on where he's at. Juju Smith-Schuster got hurt. Uh, probably ending up back in Pittsburgh. I'm probably not going to touch him, to be honest with you. Cortland Sutton, same thing with Judy. It's going to be, you know, 10th round later. Uh, I'll take the shot on him, but it depends on the offense. We'll have plenty of time to talk that one through. Debo Samuel, we liked him. We liked him. We said take the shot on him because probably he was going to go, you know, somewhere around the 10th round. That's about where he went, and he paid off a lot, and he's going to be talked about uh, for consideration in the first rounds of most leagues in next season. Now, Devontae Smith, the rookie from Alabama, in Philadelphia. Started out, you know, hot, looked good, faded as the offense changed. So, DeVonta Smith, we're really going to have to pay attention here. Um, I am not going to draft him any higher probably than what um his ADP was last year, which was 84th overall. Uh that was wide receiver 37, so as wide receiver 4, I think that's fair to Take a shot on his skill set. Uh, in dynasty, of course, you're going to be fine with it, you know, you're still riding it out. Um, seeing what happens with this offense as it moves forward. Tier seven DJ chart got hurt early, uh, failed. Tyler Boyd, this was about the right spot for him, uh, was very kind of uneven as everything pretty much went to Jamar Chase and T Higgins. Uh, but if you're telling me that you can get him somewhere around the eighth, ninth round, I'd probably take a shot because if T, Higg- if either T Higgins or Jamar Chase get hurt, Tyler Boyd's going to look good. So next on here, we got Chase Claypool, probably better, uh, better uh, wide receiver option than say Deontay Johnson uh, for next year. Uh, but with the immaturity issues. Um, you know he's he's going to be he's going to be pushed down. So this is going to be a value guy uh, that we can definitely look for uh, next season. Who's going live? Oh fuck you, Fanduel. Oh, where we got him? Antonio Brown? Bah. I don't even give a shit if he go to Baltimore. <laughs> I might like him if he goes to Baltimore. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, a lot of people are going to hate him. Again, another value guy. Uh, Brandon Cooks paid off um, As you know Drafted as wide receiver 40-91 Overall He's going to be a lot higher uh, Next season uh, Just because a lot of people are going to be out of it It really doesn't matter PPR leagues you're probably You know you grab him in the 7th round um, You're going to be very happy with him Michael Gallup got hurt uh, Late in the season He was uh, pending free agency uh so Michael Gallup, I'm probably not going to pay any attention to Elijah Moore now the rookie for the New York Jets. We liked Elijah Moore a lot. Uh he was going as the overall 120 pick so 10th round, end of the 10th round I should say. Uh Elijah Moore, he's going to be up there. He's going to be up there as he grows, he's going to be 7th. He's going to probably be a 6th 7th round pick somewhere in there. Um if I'm reading this kind of correctly. Uh, so Elijah Moore, he's a guy that we're going to circle an upside pick. Um, he was fucking good though. When he was on that field, man, he was fucking good. Uh, Will Fuller. I don't know what the fuck was going on with him. It wasn't injury all year. There was some family issue, whatever he's, he was being a dildo, whatever. Um, so I mean, really if he's back in Miami, I know it was a one year. I believe it was a one year deal. Um, <clears throat> if he's back in Miami, I have no interest. Um, I'd love to see him and Deshaun Watson rehook back up, but, uh, that remains to see, be seen, you know, legally with Deshaun Watson and just realistically with the business side of the NFL. Uh, Michael Thomas, fuck you. I'm not dealing with you. You can kiss my ass. LaVisca Chenault, completely misused in Jacksonville. Uh, so I want to see what happens, who they hire in Jacksonville here and see if I like him at all. Uh, he's going to be another double digit guy, double digit round guy, um, that, you know, in the right offense, I, t- to me, he shouldn't be in the slot. He should be on the outside. He should have a legitimate number one. And then you have Shanault as the number two on the other side. None of this bullshit where you stick him in the slot. Like, if you want to stick him in the slot, use him as an actual fucking wide receiver. I mean, he's gonna do- He should dominate a third corner. You know, the guy manning the slot. But you want to run all this trick bullshit uh, with him, with Tavon Austin, and all that shit. And that it, it, the whole offense was discombobulated, out of sync at all times. Um, so. LaVisca Chenault might be a guy that we can grab. Uh, we're not going to use the word sleeper um, or post-hype sleeper because there's no sleepers in fantasy football anymore. So Laviska Chenault will definitely be a double-digit round guy that we will look at later. Um, but like I said, see who comes in there, see what the offense entails. Jarvis Landry just keeps getting it done. Uh, even as his ADP just keeps dropping. He is getting older. Um, So, I mean, if you're telling me that I can get Jarvis Landry 10th round later, he's more like a 12th rounder later because people just keep falling off of him. Um, So, Landry, I'm still okay on there. We'll see what happens with Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. Marquise Hollywood Brown looked like he was going to pay off that low. Uh, that low round, uh, value again, just didn't happen. Once Lamar Jackson went down, um, they started kind of getting off, you know, off of the same page. Uh, so Marquise, he's going to be low. He's going to be, he's going to be another double. These are going to be double digit guys, double digit guys outside of this guy, Darnell Mooney, who may get drafted up bit too high. Ooh, Senior Bowl stuff. Oh, no, they're at the Pro Bowl. Okay. But, um, oh, East-West Shrine Bowl. Shit, I should watch that tonight. I might watch that tonight. I can watch the tapes this weekend, though, too. Uh, Darnell Mooney, though, is probably gonna go way too high, um, just based off of what he did. Now, if I can get Darnell Mooney fifth round, fifth, sixth round, I'm fine with it but we're not going to get him in the 10th round where he was, you know, pick 114 overall. So, expect that, you know, price to kind of get elevated. We'll have to see what the offense all entails. Now, like I said with David Montgomery in the last podcast, I would expect with Matt Eberflus there that they're going to run an offense similar to what was in Indianapolis. It's just my thoughts we'll have to see what happens you know everybody who gets hired but mooney is not a one in the offense mooney should be more of a wide receiver two um wide receiver two with upside so fifth round sixth round that's a fair price to pay uh for his services uh but anything above that fourth round and higher no don't don't just don't do it tier nine Mike Williams paid off really really well late. Uh we had some interest in him. Now he had the inj- he kind of had the injuries in the preseason which dropped his um draft cost. Next year, no matter if he's in LA still or if he moves on to another team, his value is probably going to rise. Uh probably looking at 6th, 7th round. We'll see where he lands. I mean, it was a very good season. He was on the field for primarily all of it, but this was his upcoming. This is his upcoming free agency year, and we know what happens. A lot of these guys do really, really well in that last year. Uh, they get paid, and then they fall off. So we have to be very, very careful when it comes to Mike Williams. Could we see those whole you know back issues flare up again? It's quite possible. Michael Pittman for Indianapolis, if he got him super late, he paid off really, really well. Only had the two touchdowns though on the season. One in the first game, one in the last game. So but he had a very good season in between as far as yards, as far as receptions. So Michael Pittman, you give me in the middle rounds, you know, anywhere between six and eight. I'm fine with it. i you know, of course would like him more towards the seven, eight round um then 6 Curtis Samuel get the fuck out of here. We're done with you. Corey Davis, get the fuck out of here. We're done with you. Devontae Parker, eh you telling me 11th round? I'll still take you in the 11th round. Marquise Callaway from New Orleans. Uh we have no idea what's going on with the offense. So Marquez Callaway, he only moved up because of Michael Thomas not being there. So we're going we're gonna to just slightly push you back, put you in a pocket, put you in a pocket, and just keep you, keep you nice and warm, and we'll pay attention next year. Diami Brown, I still like him, um, but not as high as where I have him here. Marvin Jones, uh, again, we'll see what happens in Jacksonville. Don't care much for him uh, as of right now. Jalen Waddell, uh, definitely in PPR leagues. He's going to move up probably six, seven, somewhere in there, just on name alone. And I think it's fair. Uh, Jacoby Myers probably moving up into round 10 uh, off of the undrafted. But, again, it's New England. You know, it it all depends on everybody's feelings with the New England offense, really. Probably still going to be able to stag him, you know, 14th round before you get your kicker and your defense. Russell Gage actually played really fucking well um, when Calvin Ridley went away. Uh, It was pretty much Russell Gage and uh, Kyle Pitts in that offense. So Russell Gage, let's see what happens here. Let's see what happens because he actually was okay. Like you could have had late in the season when Gage was kind of, you know, going on his little mini tear, you could have had Russell Gage as your third wide receiver, and I think you would have been perfectly fine with it. Uh, Henry Ruggs, gone, right? He's done. He's completely done. Uh, we don't need to get into that one. Sterling Shepard. Let's just be done with it. We are done with Sterling Shepard. Absolutely, one hundred percent done with Sterling Shepard. Josh Palmer, the rookie for the uh, Chargers. He's a guy that you're probably going to be able to get real late. So he's going to be like that, you know, thirteenth, fourteenth round guy, the guy right before you know you do your kicker and your defense. That's probably where Josh Palmer is going to fall, and I'll snag up as many shares of Josh Palmer as humanly possible. Now, he could push up with a good uh, OTAs, with good training camp, Uh, the preseason games. He could move up even more, especially if Mike Williams is gone. So Josh Palmer, we're really high on him. We really like this kid uh, coming into the draft this last year. Uh, So Josh Palmer, keep an eye on him. You be able to get him late, Uh, MVS for Green Bay. Don't know what's going on. If Devontae Adams is gone, maybe we take a look at MVS late. But for right now, going to pass Terrence Marshall for Carolina. Don't know. We don't know with the offense. We expected you know better things than what happened here um, this season. So Terrence Marshall uh, for now. uh, I wouldn't draft him. Cole Beasley. He's still okay. Uh, super late in a draft, but it's just not a guy that you really get excited about. Emmanuel Sanders, he's done. He's fucking done. Done. Jalen Rager for Philadelphia, done. T.Y. Hilton, done. <laughs> this is nice for Tier 10, right? Paris Campbell, done. Mecole Hardman, pretty much done because I like Byron Pringle more and he was in the tier of the Forgotten. Um, Brian Edwards for Las Vegas, done. Uh, AJ Green, done. Tyrell Williams, done. Rashad Bateman, have interest in him. But as far as Rashad Bateman is concerned, it's going to be an end of the draft type guy. Um, if he goes 12th round or, or earlier, i not probably interested in him. Um, just because of the offense that you know that he's in. So uh, Rashad Bateman, I like him. I like him a lot. It's the offense. It'd be where he is in. Especially if Antonio Brown shows up there, then fuck. We're not probably going to draft Rashad Bateman. Uh, Gabe Davis for Buffalo. Uh, this is a guy that we really need to keep an eye out for. Uh, hopefully a lot of people will forget. Now it's hard when he has four touchdowns in the last game that he played uh, for 2021. Uh, but uh, Gabriel Davis, I think, is going to finally take that Emmanuel Sanders role, and this is what we were talking about earlier in the year, that Emmanuel Sanders, mm, it's not going to be long. We needed to keep an eye on Gabe Davis. Um, he, got to, he got the job done when he was out there, so Gabe Davis, younger, uh, faster, uh, getting better at his routes. Keep an eye on Gabriel Davis. Uh, he is definitely going to be the uh, not so sleeper or not so slept on sleeper. How about that? I'm on Ross St. Brown. He's going to go up. Uh, but we got to be careful with that. Cause there was no TJ Hawkinson at tight end when he started going off. Um, we like i Ross St. Brown, but we have to be careful. Uh, he's a guy that you're not going to want to take probably before the 10th round. Uh, Traquan Smith, done. Van Jefferson, still like him. Late, uh, like a last pick. Uh, Nico Collins of Houston, showed a little bit of flashes, but probably not draftable uh, as of yet. Quez Watkins of Philadelphia, not draftable, but I did like what I saw out of him. Uh, Rondell Moore, I am still not fucking drafting him. Fuck that. Fuck that kid. I told you he'd get fucking hurt. And sure shit, he got fucking hurt, didn't he? He sucked, too. So, meh. fuck you, Paul. Fuck you and your Purdue love. All right, so, yeah, we're in the tier of the forgotten. That was the lead was uh, Rondell Moore. Uh, let's kind of go down this a little bit. Nelson Aguilar, no. Crowder, no. Hunter Ren. Why did I have Hunter Renfro down in the tier of the forgotten? Well, that's a mistake by me. Uh, but he's still like a, you know... Eleventh, twelfth round at the very earliest. Uh, Christian Kirk, I like him, but he's I like him, but he's free agent. We'll see where he goes. Uh, John Brown, no. Sammy Watkins, no. Cobb, no. Alan Lazard, mm, that's Rogers. That's Rogers dependent. <clears throat> Zach Pascal, no. Kadarius Tony, yes. Um, we can look at Kadarius Tony. Uh, but probably like a late, like one of your last picks. Uh, Brashad Perryman, no. Darius Slayton, no. Denzel Mims, no. Demarcus Robinson, no. Byron Pringle, maybe. Maybe. We'll have to pay attention to that too. Amari Rogers, no, for right now. Josh Reynolds, maybe. Maybe. That's another one we'll have to pay attention to. Him in Detroit now. Uh, Tim Patrick, same idea. Maybe. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, this might be a nice little sleeper to grab next year. Uh maybe one of your last picks. He had he did show what he can do out on the field. Um I do like Donovan Peoples Jones out of he- kid that came out of Michigan that just completed the second year. So third year wide receiver. Keep an eye on him. Deshaun Jackson, no. Quintes Cephas, no. Higgins, no, Hamler, no, Anthony Miller, no. Oh, God, he got cut by two teams. Uh, Noah Brown, no. Hogan, no. Sims, no. Chad Beebe, no. Anthony Schwartz, no. Funchess, no. Fitzgerald. Uh, let's see here. See if we can find a guy that I kind of like. Um, mm, there's got to be somebody in here. Oh, keep an eye on Daz Newsome. Um, keep an eye on Daz Newsome for Chicago. I don't know why he's not on, why he didn't have a team on there. Interesting. Um, and, uh, Amir Smith-Marset for Minnesota. Keep an eye on him too, because he could overtake a slot role. Um, he's their returner, main returner right now, but, um, he could overtake a slot role. If you're in dynasty, Um, And you have the option to pick a guy up. Like, let's say you lost, like, Tom Brady or something like that, and you can pick a guy up right now. Uh, Pick him up and keep him on. Just kind of keep an eye on him. Um, I don't see any guys on here. I think we did pretty, pretty good. Oh yeah, Corll Patterson, but fuck him, fuck him next year don't don't fall into it, please, just let him go, let somebody else let that let that shit just stink their carpet up uh Jalen Guyton. Eh, really deep leagues, like sixteen team leagues, yes um oh, there was um. I do have some interest in Laquan Treadwell in 16-team league. Uh, but I want to see where he lands. He's going to hit free agency, so uh, we'll have to pay attention to that one. But uh, that's real super deep league, so it's not like a 12-team league. Um, 16, like 16, like the last pick, uh, nobody's going to do Laquan Treadwell. So we're going to go through these real quick. We're going to kind of just go in order um, for, you know, the overall uh, best wide receivers. We'll just go through the top fifty, so we'll go through wide receiver four, basically. Um, starting at one, it was Cooper Cup. Uh, no, you know, no doubt on there, uh, and that was he almost took first by whew, five points short of a hundred over Devonte Adams. So Cooper Cup is the overall number one going into next year. Devonte Adams at two. I think that goes without saying. Debo Samuel, here it is. He finishes number three scoring wide receiver this season. Next was Justin Jefferson at four. Jamar Chase at five. These are guys that we all liked. We did like Cooper Cup, but uh, just couldn't take him as high as what everybody else wanted. Uh, Tyreek Hill at six. It's not too bad. Stephon Diggs still finished at number seven, which is good. Deontay Johnson at eight. Um, I got Deontay Johnson in the fifth round last year, or this last season. Thank you, everybody. Um, Mike Evans at nine. Hunter Renfro was the 10th highest scoring wide receiver this year. He finished as a wide receiver one. Do not buy into that next year, okay? I'm telling you. Somebody's going to fucking overpay for that. And just let it. Just let the val- the other value drop, okay? So number 11 and number 12, both chargers, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Keenan Allen, actually, I was quite surprised. He had 106 receptions for 1,138 yards and six touchdowns. So he was still viable. Uh, with Without Mike Williams in there, it does actually make Allen more viable, I guess, as a wide receiver one. But I would tell you that he'd be more of a wide receiver two, um, with potential to sneak into the top 12. Uh, Started the wide receiver twos. You got Jalen Waddell at 13. Very, very nice. 104 catches for 1,015 yards and six touchdowns. Uh, I was wrong on him. I fully admit that one. Uh, DK Metcalf ended up at 14. Missed. uh, Hitting 1,000 yards by 33 yards. Man, if Russell Wilson was there the whole year, DK would have been great. Uh, at wide receiver 15, Chris Godwin still finished as wide receiver 15. That's how good of a season he was having before he got hurt. Tyler Lockett comes in at wide receiver 16. Like I said, it was a very good year. Uh, 73 receptions for 1175 yards and eight touchdowns. Not bad. Michael Pittman finished at number 17. Um, oh, actually, you know what? He did have six touchdowns. What the fuck was I thinking? That's right, he didn't score since like week nine, 8 or 9 before then. That's right. I knew there was a narrative going into that last game. Uh, at number 18 was DJ Moore. So he finished as a wide receiver 2 uh, with 93 catches, 1,157 yards, and 4 touchdowns. Uh, very good year. So now we have C.D. Lamb, the disappointment at number 19. Uh, had 79 receptions for 1,102 yards and 6 touchdowns where the where where's my amari cooper makes me mad makes me really mad uh brandon cooks finished as wide receiver 20 like i said i think even if you get him in the sixth seventh round somewhere in there if you pay up for him uh, especially this is uh especially true in ppr okay full point ppr uh brandon cooks i think you're okay there um, but it might be like about the last year that we can really get him at, th- you know, really trust him at that point, because uh, he's gonna, he's in this, he's gonna, he should be thirty right now, I think. So, you know, give him about another two years, and he should start seeing the re- a real drop off. Uh, wide receiver twenty one was Amon Ra St. Brown. Like I said, we're gonna be careful with him. Uh, Marquise Hollywood-Brown still finished as wide receiver 22. Really surprising on that one. He had 91 receptions, 1,008 yards, 6 touchdowns, but it was very uneven. I don't trust that worth shit. Uh, Darnell Mooney comes in at wide receiver 23. Very good year. 81 catches, 1,055 yards, 4 touchdowns. T. Higgins at wide receiver 24, so he was the wide receiver 2. Seventy-four for one thousand ninety-one yards and six touchdowns. Start of the wide receiver threes. Here we go. Terry McLaurin still got over a thousand yards. Still had five touchdowns and seventy-seven grabs. Um, so he's basically a wide receiver three with wide receiver two potential. Um, at number twenty-six, Christian Kirk, man, finishes wide receiver three. Good for you, Christian. Uh Mari Cooper comes in at wide receiver twenty-seven. Uh a little bit lower than I thought he was going to be. Uh, but he only had sixty-eight receptions for eight sixty-five and eight touchdowns. Uh, so the eight touchdowns really saved him. Adam Thielen, you know, had the injuries. Uh wide receiver twenty-eight, uh sixty seven for seven twenty six. The ten touchdowns really saved him. Um a lot of times you just look at him. And he wouldn't have the yardage. He would just end up having that one to two touchdowns. Um, so he's falling off. He's really falling off. Jacoby Myers finished as wide receiver 29. Uh, very good for him. Uh, Devontae Smith, the rookie, finished as wide receiver 30. So he still finished as a wide receiver three. Now, he had 64 receptions for nine sixteen and 5. So if you're telling me he can build off of that, I'm good, like what I said. You know, you'd be able to get him at a should be able to get him at a really big discount uh, this upcoming year, just based on the offense. So, if you're telling me that I can still get him in the double-digit rounds, I'm I'm fucking cool with it. I'm really cool with it. Tyler Boyd comes in at wide receiver 31. So nice, nice uh, season for the third wide receiver in that offense. Uh, number 32 was AJ Brown. We discussed it, very disappointing year, only played 13 games. So I would expect a bounce back on there. You're probably not going to have to pay nearly as much to get his services next season. Uh, Wide receiver 33 is Kendrick Bourne. Very nice season. I was very surprised by it. Um, Was not on him whatsoever in that offense, but I'm still really not on him at all. Uh, wide receiver 34, Marvin Jones, of the Jacksonville Jaguars guy that we have to be careful of next year, but did finish a decent year, uh, 73 for eight thirty two and four touchdowns. Brandon Ayuk came in at wide receiver 35. Uh, very disappointing year. We kind of looked at it and kind of said, yeah, we're more on Debo because you can get the, the huge value on Debo versus Brandon Ayuk, um, and that was a good move there. Uh, Van Jefferson actually finished as a wide receiver three. This is more due to the Robert Woods injury. Uh, actually, not too bad, dude. Uh, 50 for 802 and six touchdowns. It's a pretty good fucking year out of the second year. That's a guy Van Jefferson really we really should be uh, circling him. Um, if Odell is gone, he could end up becoming the second uh, wide receiver in that offense. All right, so now we got our wide receiver four. So top of that one, wide receiver 37 is Chase Claypool. Uh, next at wide receiver 38 is Russell Gage for Atlanta. His final was 66 for 770 and four touchdowns. Not bad, not bad at all. Uh, 39 was Cole Beasley. Like I said, he's getting older. We're going to have to start you know pulling back on him a little bit. You know, usually he doesn't go until, like, the 12th, 13th round anyway. So, um, you know, just drop it back a little bit. Uh, Really liked K.J. Osborne. If they move on from Adam Thielen, uh, the wide receiver 40, he should be able to fill in pretty nicely. You won't get that consistency that, you know, Thielen had in the past. But uh, K.J. Osborne, definitely a guy to look for uh, and look at. He's another guy that I, I failed to mention. He should have been in the tier of the forgotten. Uh, wide receiver 41 is A.J. Green, who happens to be 41 years old. Uh, that is not true, but I'm um, just going gonna to go with it. Uh, wide receiver 42 is Tim Patrick. 53 for 734 and 5. Now hold on one second. Uh, as we go, wide receiver 43, Marquez Callaway. 46 for 698 and 6. Cortland Sutton comes in at wide receiver 44, 58 for 776 and 2. I didn't think his numbers were that high. For having a shitty season and finishing there is amazing. Uh, At wide receiver 45, Cedric Wilson comes in here. Now he had a couple of really good games towards the end which helped this out, so 45 for 602 and 6. If there's no Michael Gallup and they move Cedric Wilson up, then you should see CeeDee Lamb move back out to the outside and have Cedric Wilson full-time in the slot. Now I say full-time, like 90% of the time he would hold the slot role. Um, He's not built for the outside whatsoever, so slot is perfect for him. At wide receiver 46, DeAndre Hopkins, I don't think we need to explain anything more. Wide receiver 47 was Alan Lazard. 40 for 513 and 8 touchdowns. 8 touchdowns really bumped him up. At wide receiver 48, so the end of the wide receiver 4s, you had me, Cole Hardman. 59 for 693 and 2. At wide receiver 49, one Robbie Anderson. You shitbag. Look at this. 53 for 519 and five. Fuck you, Robbie Anderson. Fuck you. Never doing anything. I'm never drafting you again. Fuck that. Uh, Elijah Moore in the 11 games that he played. 43 for 538 and 5. So 10 less receptions. Also 6 less fucking games. And he almost outscored fucking Robbie Anderson on the season. Get fucked, Robbie Anderson. But. That is it. Um <laughs> I think we've covered pretty much all we can. We did quarterbacks, tight ends, defenses uh on the Monday podcast. Um uh, man, what is today? Thursday. Did we skip two days? No. No, we went over, we went over the, that's right. We went over the conference, the conference championships on Monday. Uh, We did uh, the quarterback tight end defenses on Tuesday. I had to skip yesterday because I had to be up at 11 p.m. to go to work. Um, So that's why we're double dipping today. So then we did the running backs and wide receivers. So we're all done. So the next podcast that you will hear will be the start of the Super Bowl talk. Um, we will be getting into a little bit more of the sports betting. We're going to have one where we actually just, we're going to fully dedicate it just to the sports betting. Uh, it's basically just going to be going through DraftKings, uh, seeing what we can pull out of there, maybe compare it to, um, the FanDuel site and see what the differences are on those two there. I'm not fucking around with Caesars and all that. It, you can basically take a look at it um, versus these two sites and see where you're getting the best odds, the best deals. Um, Pretty much just the best lines. You know what I'm saying? So, Don't do much in sports betting, but Super Bowl, eh, fuck it. We'll play around. But uh, until then, I am hoping to have a recording uh, put out Sunday night so you have something on Monday. Let's go ahead and just... Do this again, even if it's like a half hour each day, podcast a day. Fuck. Let's go win that fucking showdown slate, too. Fuck them all if they can't take a joke. Peace out.